Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. He led the Pulaski Academy Bruins to nine state championships in his time there. Bill Belichick described him as probably the best high school coach in the country. His unique strategies garnered attention nationwide. The Zone welcomes Kevin Kelly into the show. Brought to you by Bowen Hefley Orthopedics. The best surgeons, the best treatment, all focused on you. We need a good mob movie to come out. Are you Italian? I wish I was. No, but he's the... I'm Irish. Capo di Tutti Capo. They have Irish mafia, too. I know, but the Italian ones. Yeah, it's the best. I agree, Those Coach, but I'm biased. Just change it. Put an I at the end of your name. You're, Kelly you're E. I'm going to think about that. I'm going to figure Italian. out how I can do that. Anyway, Coach, uh, you're gangstered <laughs> off for me. How are you? What's going on? Not much. Razorbacks are off. Yes. I uh, For the first week in a long time, I sat at home Saturday and Sunday and took in, like, 40 straight hours of football. How great well, was, was that? was a little sleep in between. For your wife. It was off. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she left. She left. Obviously. And I'm just there with TVs and laptops and stuff, so I got as many games I can You and Clint Conk had the same thing. He was like, I was watching two TVs. I had my laptop out. I was like oh, on my I phone. Yeah, oh, I agree. God, it's awesome. When I go to a sports bar, even, I used to sit, we would go to Brewski's a lot on Sundays. Yeah. And I'd be watching the Saints, but then, like, the Cowboys might be on over here. And this, it is, it, 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 I, can't, I, can't I have it. ADD so bad, it makes me uncomfortable. Like, I feel physically uncomfortable. I, I need did, to be drugged. But I did, but you, your, your love for the game of football overcomes the ADD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then, you're like, there. The, people are like, don't you love Red Zone? I'm like, no. No, oh, I can't God, even focus it. on one game. The red zone's perfect for you because they don't make you watch the same game for I just an need hour. A, I you need to switch every five minutes. No, I need blinders, Coach. I need. Oh. If I was a horse, I would wear blinders. <laughs> we need to watch a game together. I'll teach you how to get through it because I had trouble at first too. I love. Otherwise, I'd be like the horse running down the track. He's like, he's gonna win it. It's like squirrel, and then I'm like, <laughs> peel off, and we lose. So you're like, my throw dogs. the jock. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm terrible. Right. I have issues. <laughs> it's amazing I'm able to overcome my ADD. Without being medicated. It's remarkable, actually. Guys, consider himself a remarkable scientific specimen. I like it. Coach, I, I have consider a... consider myself remarkable in some ways, too. Overcoming a lot of problems. I have a lot of issues. A <laughs> lot I, of issues. I don't issues. doubt that. Ask anybody I've ever dated. Is it alcohol or medication? So that's part of the reason I love the beach, because when I go to the beach, stick my toes in the sand, drink about four cold ones, and next thing you know, brain's kind of quieted no down. No ADD. <laughs> All good. Anyway, I digress. This isn't about me, Coach. This isn't about me. Let's talk football. Uh. Did you get what you expected from Arkansas on Saturday? You know what? I I, expect, I did on the offensive side. I predicted a high-scoring game, and it was that. Um, they played better than I thought they would. They came out, and I really thought they finally made some adjustments in the second half on defense, and I thought they did a pretty good job with that. And, you know, the thing that I thought would happen is teams always, and you, this is college, NFL, high school, it doesn't matter, teams play better when they're going into a bye week. It's something about a light at the end of a tunnel, mm-hmm. but it's statistically proven they do, and I thought the Ragebacks just went right according to schedule. I asked about that last week yeah. with a couple of guys, because in my mind, I, that's the way I think. Yeah. Because I'm always working towards something. Oh, yeah. And yeah. if I'm working towards a goal, I want to sit and marinate on that win an extra week. Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and I, I thought they, I thought they showed that. I thought they played a little. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, not that they don't play hard, but I thought towards the end of the game, even when we were getting that lead and pulling away, instead when we've had that little taper off, they, I thought they just kept the pedal down as far as their energy and their and their attacking style and things like that. That's what I was just going to ask you about. I think we all agree Arkansas, if they're going to win most of these games left, or at least a few of them, they're going to have to outscore the opponent because they're not going to shut people down. Right. 
If they attacked, let me let me put you in the uh, DeLorean for a minute. If they attacked Mississippi State and KJ was healthy, and they attacked Alabama and he played the whole game, do you think it could have been more interesting if they would have been as aggressive as they were? The uh, other oh, day? absolutely, absolutely. I, I think their problem in a lot of games, and this is this is everybody's problem. It's the biggest problem in the NFL is teams end up wanting to win, but they only want to win by one score. And and I know that sounds silly, but what happens is if you make it a one score game. How big is one crucial call by the official at the wrong time? Not a wrong call, but a crucial call that costs you, or a fumble or a turnover. When you've got a lead, I've always believed, put the hammer down, like, unfortunately, like, what's his name said? Uh, but 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 I step on their throat is what we always said. Step on their throat and finish it. You know, whatever you were doing got you that lead. Keep doing that. That's working. But everybody's like, no, 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 no. We've got a seven-point lead now. It's the start of the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter, look at fourth quarters. They're the highest scoring quarters in the game when games are halfway close, you know, you're not going to win with a seven-point lead in the fourth quarter if you're Arkansas. Right. So you've got to keep doing what you did to get there. And this is the first time that I was like, there's no way BYU's coming back. I love your attitude, and I love the Mortal Kombat <clears throat> kind of philosophy. It's like, yeah, we're winning, but let me pop his head off and watch his spine dangle. That's cool. Yeah, or we can we can knock him down and kick him a little bit, and yeah. he'll be moving around, and he's going to grab your leg and trip you up. I'm going to go get you four beers. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Mortal Kombat, what's he say at the end? Finish him! Yeah. Right? Christian, yeah. you're the gamer. That is right. That's the last time I played a video game, but it was awesome. That may have been the last time I played one, too, and I liked it when he said finish him. That, that means awesome. I was doing well. Mm-hmm. I rewatched the game last night, and I thought some of the guys who came in for injuries played well. And it's almost the case of sometimes you got guys that are gamers and some guys that maybe they're not good practice players, but you put them in the game and they they perform. Uh, I thought uh, the, the Trent uh, – uh, Paul Poo Paul played really well coming in for bumper pull. And then the backup cornerback, Trent Gordon – he made some open field tackles. We hadn't seen a lot of him, but because of injuries, he came in and played well in the second half. Well, number one, those guys are motivated, right? I mean, I'm getting my chance. You know, that's all they hear is you'll get your chance, and when you do, you got to take advantage. That's what they tell me in camp when they know they're not a starter, to kind of keep them stringing them along, mm-hmm. to keep them trying hard and stuff like that. Coaches get into a deal where they don't believe in their backups. You know, they'll play a guy that's 75% because they think, well, he's better than the other guy. There's no way those guys are better. And, and I really believe, when, you know, coaches all say next man up. Nobody believes it. Nobody means it. They're just saying that because finally they had to put that guy in and they're hoping their team <laughs> believes next man up. But I, I, and, and you can ask anybody that's ever, ever played for me in the last 10 years. I always said next man up, and we put the guy in there, and we expected him to play and perform and do all those things, and we expected him to do it, and he knew we expected it. I don't think coaches, a large majority of them, have that same confidence in their player, and I don't think they instill that in them. And they just usually don't play as well. But every once in a while you get a guy, and and I thought you were exactly right, those two guys got in and had their chance, and they were probably sitting back there so frustrated because here's what they do. They're sitting in a meeting, and somebody comes in, and they're like, bumper pulls, this is hurt, that's hurt. And that guy's like, oh, they're going to start me. Oh, they're going to start me. Oh, I'm going to get to play. And then he didn't get to play any. And then the next week, bumpers hurt a little bit more this year. Oh, I'm going to get to play. So finally, this guy's like a a rabid dog. They're holding him back. They unleash the guy. He goes out there and plays the game of his life. Unfortunately, he probably won't get to play anymore. It's probably (laughs) true. That's it for him. Yep. Talking to Kevin Kelly for just tuned in. Thanks to Bowen Hefley Orthopedics. Bottom of the hour, we're going to talk to Gus Arginal, the Arkansas assistant basketball coach. Of course, Hogs are down in uh, Birmingham for SEC Media Days. John Neighbors will join us in the final hour as well, brought to you by First Security Bank. Uh, 
how about the Tennessee-Alabama game, talking about being aggressive and how you do it. And, man, again, I'm not trying to say that KJ's exactly like Hooker, but he certainly has some attributes as far as I think he can throw the deep ball pretty darn well. Hooker's pretty special, obviously, and he's having a great year. But it was fun to see a team attack and make Alabama look completely lost defensively. You just don't see it very often. I don't think they looked lost defensively. I just think the way that the rules are now, you know, if you run an offense, offense like Alabama, I mean Alabama and Tennessee, but if you were, you're taking full advantage of the rules of throwing across the middle, guys can't get killed when they go across, guys aren't scared anymore to catch the ball, less and less guys are gator arming the ball. You, you know, before you could throw an accurate pass, nobody would get touched, and guys would short arm the ball. They didn't want it because they thought somebody was coming. That's not there anymore. Uh, there's still a f- there's. I still uh, see guys do it. <laughs> there are some, you know, but they've probably been hit in the last game or two. Yeah. But but Tennessee used the entire field. They used the middle of the field. They used forty yards deep. They used five yards deep. And so if you do that, and they really really do that, if you do that, that's two thousand square yards from zero to forty because the field's fifty yards wide and you got seven guys back there. Guard a thirty yard square and see how good you are at it against an efficient offense that knows how to run routes and stuff like that. And, and I just think that the game is set up where a good defense and a good offense, if it's a good throwing offense, they're always going to win. They're always, And I don't mean the game, but I mean they're always going to win that offensive-defensive battle. They might get outscored because Alabama's a very good offense, too. I mean, they scored, what, 49 points? And they didn't win. They just got outscored. But I, I still think that uh, Tennessee's one of the few teams I've seen where I loved what they do on offense. Like, because they're not throwing it sideways 10 times a game, you know, the little zero yard pass and mm-hmm. screens and running, counting on somebody to block somebody. They're throwing the ball to guys that are moving targets, not stationary at 10 yards, getting hit in the back when they catch it, that can make yards after catch. And I thought it was awesome. I, th- I mean, the argument to me was the question was can they do this on everybody? Can they score points on everybody? And Alabama was the next big test or the first real big test that they had. They showed they can. The question is, Kentucky's next. They're good as good or better defensively. And then Georgia will be the biggest test, obviously. Do you think they can score 30 points plus on both those teams, too? Well, the biggest problem is going to be a letdown game for them. I mean, you, you just got as high as you could get for for Alabama. So, you know, they're, they're playing Tennessee Martin, I know, but they're already fixated on the next game. And, and uh, if they can avoid that letdown, and sometimes that thing lasts a couple of weeks. I mean, you just beat the number I mean. Did you see? You could feel the atmosphere through the TV. Yes. You know, I mean, it was magical, just cool, and it was probably that way for the players for forty-eight hours. Thursday night, they were walking in. There's guys all around the facility, camped out around the facility for the at the stadium when they did the walkthrough. I mean, there are just people jam packed. It looks like a rock concert, <laughs> and they were jacked up. So, can they do it? Yeah, if you could score on Alabama, you could score on anybody at a consistent level. And and I and I just think right now. If thank God for them, they play Tennessee Martin next because they'll get through that game. And I'll bet they look a little goofy in the first quarter and a half. I bet they look a little flat, and everybody's like, "What happened to the team that played Alabama?" But if they can get back to the you know an even keel, they're the team that can run through and score a lot of points. Somebody's just gonna have to outscore them to to play them. I'm glad Arkansas didn't play them. This Is year. Georgia a different animal though? Or do you think it's just another team that they can score on, even though no, they're No, I think they can score on them. Okay. I, I, I mean, they're going to score 30-plus on anybody they play if they want to. I like it. Okay. Yeah. I, I just don't think anybody can stop them with less than 30 points. Because you can't even – you can't hold the ball long enough to keep them from getting enough possessions. I mean, it's four touchdowns and a field goal. They're mm-hmm. going to get that every time they play. They, they, they if, if Have because, you always liked Hypo as a play caller? You know what? I, I wondered because when he was at uh, – what was it, UCF? CF, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they just had better players. 
And now he's got good players, but they weren't better than Alabama. And they weren't better at every position than some of the other teams they played. So I, I thought he was a good play caller, but they were still throwing a lot of jump balls, and his guys were winning some, and I'm not into that. I mean, that's, you know, me and a guy from Stanford and a guy from Virginia uh, d- did it, and we found that it's anywhere from 0 to 28%. 24% was the highest we found a team that could throw the jump ball and complete it. 24%. I'm not running a play if it's only got a 24% chance to win. And uh, so they were doing a lot of those, and I didn't like that, but he's not doing that anymore because now he knows. I'm in the SEC. I, can't, I don't have UCF playing you know, Coastal Carolina or somebody and throwing it up and jumping over them. So, yeah, I like what he's doing. I think right now him and Lincoln Riley are probably the two best play callers and play designers. You've got to design the play and then know when to call it. I think they're the two best in the country. You had to love that Arkansas game last week. The, some of the play calls, the designs of those plays. Uh, I it thought was the both best offenses. I've seen. Best I've seen this year out of Arkansas. BYU had some really cool plays too, where they, they did, were running yeah. some screens, getting guys wide open, uh, some pick plays, or we, we whatever need you want to call Honestly, them. Arkansas needs to look at their screen game. Look at look at their own screen game a little bit. I think it would help them dramatically because they do so much in the run game, misdirection screens where they're running a guy on a jet sweep one way. And you're screening to that side, and you're screening back with the back to the left side, too. Mm-hmm. So you've got a screen right and a screen left. And the quarterback makes a pre-snap read and pumps one way and throws the other. You know, that stuff is stuff that fits right in with what Arkansas does because there's so much misdirection run with putting the ball in the running back's belly, K.J. pulls it out, that kind of stuff. Teams are having to split their keys on them defensively and not go all in and everybody get to the football. That's one reason why we're so effective. I like Rocket Sanders and K.J., but they're never being tackled by five guys unless we just run one up the middle. Well, they tried. Because because nobody can assign their whole team to go chase the ball because you never can tell what it's going to be. We, we mix a good screen game in there and call it just like we did against uh, BYU. I mean, you know, we've got a chance to really do well the rest of the year regardless of how the defense comes along or not. At the same time, anybody that don't think, and, and, I, and I, was, I was one of these, uh, over the years, anybody that thinks a guy getting called out on social media like Kendall Browse was won't get in there and see that or hear about it, I guarantee you, he may not look at it. People are screenshotting stuff and sending it to him. That's the way I've been. I didn't want to look at it. And people would screenshot. You can't not see it. They text it to you, and you open it up. You're like, freak, I'm trying not to look at that, you know? <laughs> and uh, But I guarantee he saw that stuff. And uh, Did you know people hate you? Yes, thank yeah, you yeah, for reiterating but it. But Browse knew that, and I thought I thought he responded well. Let's talk about the league. Arkansas is off this week, and Wes and I were talking about the games that are at hand. There are some really good national games, and I think there are some intriguing opportunities within the league this week. The best game, obviously, is Ole Miss and LSU. Do you have a strong feeling one way or the other? Because my gut says don't touch it. I looked at that yesterday, and I just think LSU is going to beat them. Ole where, Miss where is, is it? It's at LSU, it's at LSU but game. Ole Miss has made a living off the run game. I mean, they were in for 400 yards last week. It's hard to, A, maintain that, and B – uh, LSU's got some guys up front that can control the narrative better than the teams that Ole Miss has been playing. I'm talking their defensive line. Just physically, those guys are better. And I think that'll be a different game, and, and uh, I think LSU will beat them. That wouldn't shock me. LSU's throwing for – or excuse me, Ole Miss is throwing for 231 a game, too. But again, this is far and away the best team they played. I LSU think, right? may have had a Kentucky. breakout. Yeah, that's right. But L- not full strength Kentucky. Yeah. LSU may have had a breakout game last week. I keep getting that confused. Yeah, yeah that was a good win. Yeah. What? LSU may have had a breakout game last week. Yeah. That may have been I their liked confident game that makes uh-huh. us go, you know what, we're we're getting there. You know, maybe this Brian think, Kelly stuff's okay. We also think Florida stinks, don't we? I mean, they're, they're not as good they're as flawed. advertised. Okay. But they do have some good athletes. I'll tell you a game I really like. Tell me if I'm crazy. 
I think Missouri's better than the record. They have played – every game has been close but one. The only team they got smoked by was Kansas State, and Kansas State's really good. Well, they're ranked at least. Um, Missouri has played everybody else tight, including Georgia. Vanderbilt is atrocious. It's a 13-and-a-half-point line. It's in uh, the very intimidating Columbia, Missouri. What do you think? Uh, if you bet against Vanderbilt every game of the year, I think you're going to win. That's probably and true. You're going to come out ahead. Yeah. Missouri, I, I, I'm worried about Arkansas fans that just always pencil oh, Missouri in yeah. as a dub. Gosh. 100%. I was starting to think I about mean, that. It's like, what are we doing? You can't mm-hmm. pencil them as a dub. Drinkwitz a good coach. He's a dweeb, too. And let me tell you what dweebs do. When they have a chance to beat the hell out of somebody, they do it. Yeah. That dork is going to pile up the points this week if he can. That's me. But I have respect for him, too. He's a good, he's a good play caller. He's a very good coach. Yeah. And and but I think I think you're I, I think you're right. You look up, you're like, what just happened? And I think that could happen to Vanderbilt. Unfortunately, if we take them like that when we play them, it could be like that for Arkansas. I think we've seen that in the past a couple times. Yeah, you're and, not Georgia, uh, but 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 Vanderbilt is awful. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. you watch them, and you know, everybody they're still living off the game one against Hawaii, and mm-hmm. you know, those memories have faded. Turns out Hawaii's not very good either. Yeah, that's what it turns out to be. Mississippi State, Alabama. Alabama has had a penchant. Wes was talking about the numbers yesterday for coming back and throttling Mississippi State, coming off a loss. Well, they're in the same position again. This is the best Mississippi State team we've seen in a while, though. What worries me, Coach, my thought was, they don't throw it vertically as much. Is that the issue? What do you think about the matchup? Is 21 is the line, I think. Yeah, that's always been the issue. And going back even to the Arkansas game, I said I, I was I, I picked Mississippi State to beat us, but I said it won't be awful looking because they're not going to be throwing bombs. They, you know, Leach just doesn't throw the ball 40 yards down the field, and that's where Arkansas's real weakness is. Uh, Alabama is going to be pissed off. I've seen Saban off a loss in practice all week, and it's a different it's a different atmosphere when they're coming off a loss. I sat there in practice and thought these guys are going to go kill somebody, you know, and and that's where they're going to be at this week. And with Mississippi State showing some vulnerability last week against Kentucky, I think Kentucky probably showed a couple things that Alabama's going to do on defense. And uh, yeah, I think I think Alabama probably probably beats think they kill them. I think they might kill them. C-I-L-L, my landlord. And then we got to hit a break, but uh, what about the South Carolina game? A&M. God, both those teams. He's got to win this game, right? If I he, if he loses win, three yeah. in a row. Yeah. They have owned South Carolina. They have never lost to him. Never. Never lost never. to him. Wow. Did you know, they, you know, that's their common opponent. David Basil may know this, but you probably don't. Did you know it's a trophy game? I did not know that. I read that this morning. David Basil is the only A&M person who knows that. South Carolina. <laughs> what, what trophy? What trophy? There was a guy that is f- <laughs> that's from South Carolina <laughs> that fought in the Battle of the Alamo, and they, they play for a trophy in his You're name. You're kidding me. I swear, I saw the ESPN notes this morning. I've never heard of this before. <laughs> They're 8-0, I think, all time against yeah, him. They've never so lost they've got them. the trophy eight times. Yeah. Eight times. That's big time. A&M's got A&M's to. A&M's going to beat them. South they've Carolina got sucks. They've got to, right? Although, I mean. A&M's run defense is terrible. And South Carolina has the better quarterback. The problem is. South Carolina can throw it. I mean, they, they, don't run, they, they don't run. They don't hang their hat on. They want to let Dum Dum throw it all over the yard. Their They're running yards were better than I thought. They definitely have a better defense. Texas They're A&M running does. for 145 no. yards a game. That's not impressive, Wes. It's 2022. Come on. If, if South Carolina gives the game to their quarterback, they've got a chance to win. If they try to run the ball <laughs> and throw it some, they have no chance. Before I talk down to you too much, AM's averaging 333. Total offense. So, t- they're terrible. Okay. But they have to win this game, don't they? They have to win this game. Where is it? Well, no, South Carolina. Carolina. And they, it's a when, night game. When you say they have to win it, he has to win it. Yes, he's yeah, got to win this good. game. Jimbo has to win it. They he can't will not. lose this yeah. game. What or he happens will. if they do? I don't know. You know, no, I read no. a thing the other day, and I was, talk, I was talking to a guy, and I started reading. If a guy like Jimbo is offered, he's going to get like $80 million or some stupid number. 
They say they're just the opposite of what we think they are. They're not motivated to win because he's like $80 million. What can I do with $80 million? He wants to get fired? So he's not as motivated. He's like, hey, what can do my thing? with it right now is hire an offensive coordinator. Well, That's he's already sure. tried to yeah. buy players. That didn't work. <laughs> it's 1132. Yeah, we got to change uh, change gears and talk a little hoops. Gus Arginal is going to join us on the other side. Uh, Joe, good seeing you. Thank you for coming you up. Thank you. What's happening at Corky's, Joe? Just bird is the word today. We got Monday do. night football specials with wings and beer and catering. is Not tonight, four. though. No, Monday night. Okay. Yeah, okay. Makes sense, yeah. So, but yeah, catering, parties, bulk, deliveries, calls, we, we'll get you handled. Ribs for Thanksgiving? Absolutely. I love that's that. A, Seems like the Broncos have been on Monday Night Football a lot. I bet they drink a lot when the Broncos are on. <laughs> yeah, all the Bronco fans come in there and they kill it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. We'll have another one. You can afford to give away free beer for every time they score a touchdown. It's not going to cost you a dollar. <laughs> <laughs>